that a call? <laughs> Why no, Ash? <laughs> That's a tone drop. <laughs> right you are. It's getting worse every yeah. time. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so we're back with another uh, installment of our tone drop. Yeah. Um, sort of our, our midweek news update that we that we uh, have been starting to put out there. So um, this week... Much less regular than the news. <laughs> much less regular than the news, yeah. Uh, but we had something pretty, pretty important that happened here uh, just prior to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we definitely wanted to uh, have a few moments to touch on. So, Todd, I think you have most of the information oh, on it. Just prior, you mean three Christmas hours Eve. before Christmas? Yeah, it was Christmas yeah. Eve, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah Christmas Eve, around uh, just after 6 p.m. Um, on one of our major highways, kind of the mountain pass, uh, the connector, um, there was a bus accident roller. Uh, turned out to be a MCI, a mm-hmm. multi-casual incident. Um, so we were actually all at my house, uh, uh, was it? No. No. What were we doing? I was, I was, was uh, up in San mm-hmm. we, we were kind of spread out. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you're mixing up New Year's. Yeah, yeah mixing mm-hmm. up New Year's. Christmas Eve. Yeah. Either way, there was, um, <coughs> yeah, there was, there was a lot of people involved in this bus accident. Mm-hmm. Um, initial reports came in as uh, a couple people pinned and trapped under the bus. Yeah. Um, turned out to be four deceased by the end of it. And uh, 53 people transported to hospitals. Yeah. So you think of how remote this was. Mm. Uh, winter, puke and snow, shit mm. roads, um, invisibility, everything's going against you, right? And just the, the, the far location of it mm. um, to get that many people packaged, treated, and transported was, was very challenging. Yeah, you know, for people that aren't familiar with the area, or maybe they are, um, there is a TV show mm-hmm. uh, on Discovery. Uh, it's called Highway Through Hell. Like I was just in a crash today, I just read. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the, these guys, um, there's a film film crew that follows, I, th- I think it's more of the recovery aspect of it. It's so, crash recovery. Like yeah. crash, it's not crash. the fire side. It's not a fire. It's yeah. more uh, the crash recovery uh, tow and you know record company. But uh, it's on this here stretch of road because mm. it does get very, very treacherous during the wintertime. You know, in some um, ways, I, I find the connector is actually worse. Like yes. The Coca-Cola is what, they, what they're actually yeah. filming most of the time. The connector is actually the worst one. Mm-hmm. It's actually higher up. Yes. Than the, yeah, very yeah. very high mountain road. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of shit weather. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the location of it was, it was very challenging. Um, so like I said, there was 53 patients. Uh, so as soon as this incident happened and the reports started coming in, mm-hmm. uh, Interior Health Authority uh, <laughs> triggered a code orange, which is for uh, yeah, mass casualty or disaster protocol. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's across Interior Health. So mm-hmm. that's not just one hospital specific. So this was uh, Merritt Hospital, Penticton Hospital, and um, Kelowna mm-hmm. Hospital, which is our major trauma uh, receiving facility for yep. the area. Um, so with that, that gives them the ability to call in a ton of extra staff and resources and, and imaging people and CT and f- uh, physicians and surgeons, you name it, everybody comes in. Um, and with that, we actually had about 25 units respond mm-hmm. from the ambulances. ambulances for the BCHS. Yeah. Um, I believe Merritt uh, Fire Rescue was the agency that responded. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if another agency or not went. I, I think it was just Merritt. Oh, I think uh, West Cologne also went. I remember yes. reading it. Did they as well? There's yeah, yeah there's a couple of uh, fire agencies that responded. Yeah, yeah which we discussed in our area for MCI events, that mutual aid response, right? 100%. <clears throat> you're going you're gonna to really have to think outside the box for this type yeah. of scenario. So there was, yeah, 25 units. So that's ambulances and supervisors and uh, ALS uh, PRU, so primary response units, so the, the SUVs that people see bombing around. Um, 
And not only just those units that, that get sent to this, is it's basically a massive shuffle through the province that happens sure. when this type of event happens. So we start moving critical care paramedics, infant transport team <clears throat> paramedics if, if required, um, by fixed wing and chopper as well. Right. Uh, obviously, we couldn't get any choppers to the scene because of the weather. Um, but when something like that happens, we start moving our resources from around the province, staging to those adjacent, closely adjacent airports as well right. for potential hospital transfers. Mm -hmm. Uh, and other support networks that they'll have. Um, so yeah, there there's a lot of people moving around. Um, our service, for, of course, put out a mass um, notification event to try and get people to, to come in and fill cars. I don't remember the amount of ambulances they actually upstaffed, but they upstaffed a pile. Right. Um, so because once you get all these resources coming out of these communities, we need now need to backfill these communities. Sure. So. Uh, the initial guys that were on duty, they all got punched out to the event. Yeah. Uh, and then we started backfilling ambulances for the community coverages. Mm -hmm. um, and with that, it's a big shuffle. It's like a big chessboard. You start moving pieces of, throughout the province into these communities. Right. So for our two communities, we actually had the ambulances come from like four communities away to come into our area. So right. that, that's kind of where the shuffle occurred. Because mm -hmm. yeah. we were actually on a call and we didn't even know like what the event was yet. It wasn't in the news. But one of the paramedics that was on there with us was just getting the initial information. Because mm. when we were clearing, I remember putting it out there and there was no information at all yet. And you, like, you weren't glued to your radio or anything. And people were like, man, like, how does Ash know about this info? It's not even out there yet. Mm. And then within the next 25 minutes, the info started to trickle out. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know so much if anything happened locally here, if any units were were sent north or whatever we but did, yeah yeah we so yeah. so it was happening that far away and like we're close but we're not <clears throat> right adjacent to mm -hmm. so um for that information to be happening and spreading so fast within the service it was i mean it was a terrible event but really cool to see how all all those pieces of that puzzle start to shift so quickly mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely and um through some of our private chat groups and stuff there's a lot of discussion of how things went and it sounds like from the ambulance side of things, it actually went very smoothly. Nice. Which is really good to hear because MCIs are so challenging, especially the first initial responding groups when you oh, arrive sure. on scene. It, it's always a bit of a gong show. Uh, so it sounds like whichever the first crew who was that attended did a great job at instant command and setting mm -hmm. things up and triaging the patients and getting those communications out there. Uh, and a big shout out actually to the dispatchers and call centers as well. So basically when that happens, everybody starts getting combined. Like we have Vancouver Dispatch Center, Canada's Dispatch Center, the island. They yeah. all start working together to cover all these uh, and the communication resources. Right. Um, and then when uh, one of the supervisors came from Kelowna, she took over and uh, it was a very uh, streamless transition, it sounded mm -hmm. like. Um, and then some of the other paramedics commented that when they arrived, whatever car number they were, they said it was very smooth. The handover, how they were directed to talk to IC, over to the treatment and triage team later. They were on scene within uh, or under 10 minutes transporting the patient. So okay. very quick turnaround time, which MCI should be. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, even on a smaller scale on our end, once we started hearing stuff up, we were, um, yeah. I was messaging some of the local like captains I know, like, hey, just let you know, this MCI is going could on. Could be delays. They could have delays in your FR, just to yeah. get, let you guys know. And they're like, oh, mm -hmm. thanks, because some of them had heard about it. Yeah. So, and then of course the news started trickling out. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and that's important information to get across, right? As you know, our smaller communities and with departments with FR, you know, just, just being aware that, Hey, there is a, a large scale event occurring. Sure. Um, you 
could potentially be looking at some longer delays or and because those those ambulances could be tied up to other hospitals too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, pretty tragic event uh, for all the parties involved. But it sounds like for the responders, it went um, fairly well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it could have went way worse. worse. Like it could have. Oh, know, absolutely. With all those people and yeah, where, where it is, where it was, yeah. the sheer amount of people, mm-hmm. um, accessibility because of weather. Yeah. Uh, this is on a freeway. I mean, you got two or three lanes on either side with a, um, you know, with a, with that gap uh, between. So access, you know, ingress, egress is going to be challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there's black ice all over the place because that's probably what happened. You know, yeah, yeah. right in that area because I've almost. Like put twice her in the couch. Now, <laughs> <laughs> twice now, I almost put her in a ditch. Yeah, and that, one of the. One of the paramedics uh, who was in the attendant seat actually recorded a little bit through the windshield as they were driving to the scene, uh, again, on our close, close chat group, and uh, it was just white-out conditions. Mm-hmm. It was pretty, pretty bad. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good shout-out to them. Everybody. All yeah, hats off for sure to everybody yeah. that was involved in the uh, rescue and, and, and such. Um, you know, you always don't want to be involved in, in you know, one of those events. You never want to see one, but... Uh, you know, again, hats off to the people that were involved because it sounds mm-hmm. like as as bad as it could have went, it went substantially better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, that goes back to what we train and what we've trained in the past. Because mm-hmm. we get a lot of naysayers when we do an event. I guess, oh, this is over the top. You know, yeah, never, never happened. No, yeah, it'll never happen. It, and it, does and happen. it definitely happens. Yeah. Um, so some of the training that we've done um, yeah. is 100 percent what we need to be doing. Yeah, couldn't mm-hmm. agree more. Mm-hmm. Right, that's that it. it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it for that one, I think. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Shout outs? Good yeah. ones. Good hmm? ones. Yeah. So I think we're just going to, uh, for the tone drop segments here, um, just kind of direct you guys towards uh, some of our uh, supporters. So, uh, Modus Fire Rescue, uh, Manscaped, um, uh, Tanner Olson Band, and Dr. Nick out of the Kootenays with uh, RTAC and the ATAC group. Uh, so for Modus, uh, DTFF5 gets you 5% off your purchase. Uh, Manscaped, if you use DTFF20, uh, you get 20% <coughs> off and free shipping. And uh, I mean, doc, Dr. Nick will save your life for free. But uh, yeah, definitely give him a like and, uh, and a follow there. You know, check out the RTAC. Absolutely. Mm. I know. That's it. That's it. That's you, isn't it? What? Oh, yeah, it's me. <laughs> well, you were just busy chatting. Yeah, so as always, uh, thanks for listening and stay safe. Stay, stay DTF. We're in the scene. <laughs> yeah.